0: Yeah.
1: Hey, we want to welcome you all, Masked fans, to another MaskCast Cast chat where we are actually celebrating 30 years. Can you all believe this? We are celebrating 30 years of mask Uh, I apologize that my buddy and counterpart Jason is held back at a meeting right now he will join us shortly Uh, until then we invite you to send in your questions and answers I'm going to try to uh, play it uh, as best as I can at limit usually he has a good uh, outline for us every single time Uh, but one of the things I wanted to to uh, rec- recollect on, if you will, uh, is how how crazy uh, it is. It's been 30 years. I'm 39 years old, so that means at, when I was nine, this was being put on the air. And I see Bill Ferries has now joined us from matttracker.com. Are you there, Bill?
2: Yeah, I'm just trying to get my videos. Nope.
1: Did we lose ya? Anyway, so we have Bill trying to dial in, so to speak. I feel like I'm ancient saying that. I feel like I'm ancient 30 years from now talking about uh, mask. And I wanted to get your feelings on what was your best impressions or best episodes or even about the toy line, the comic books. What seized it for you? Was it the cartoon? Was it perhaps uh, more of the comic book, even though the toy line came out? um, Maybe you kind of got more fascinated by the the toy line uh, or the cartoon or what have you. So please feel free to pop in with your questions and answers uh, on Google Hangouts. I am monitoring Facebook, so if it's not working well for you to sign on, and of course, if you hear the little bleep, bleep, bleep popping in, I am unfortunately monitoring, um, I say unfortunately because of the sound effects, but I am monitoring Facebook. So please feel free to join in with your questions and answers. Uh, I'll, uh, uh, I'll start it off by saying that, you know, where, where was I at nine years old? Well, I was in my hometown, many of you know it, as well as where Jason is from, Clearfield, Pennsylvania. He's actually originally from Kerwinsville, Pennsylvania, about about five, seven miles up the road from where I was, and uh, seeing it blast on the airwaves, I was actually taken away from, um, if you read my article, I'm really fascinated by the, the, uh, uh, the intro, because that was almost like the selling point right there to kids, you know, we just, cool, this is cool, this looks cool, the lasers, and vehicles and what-have-you, but there was also the the looking back at it, that was just a huge like Christmas wish list or birthday wish list all in one 50-second uh, intro because you got Rhino, you had Hurricane, uh, you had Thunderhawk, you had Switchblade, uh, you had, I don't know, what, seven, eight vehicles as well as of course T-Bob and Scott uh, trying to crash the party, so to speak. Um, but I enjoyed mask. and I guess I was always taken back by Thunderhawk, even though you'll read my my article saying that Condor was my number one, probably more for sentimental because that was the one I had in my collection uh, ever since uh, since I was growing up. Um, but I really wanted that Thunderhawk as well. That was a cool card to see. Uh, a Camaro turn into a jet uh, and, it, and shoot off and shoot lasers at Venom. Uh, you see the cool f- uh, jet thrusters pop out of the rear bumper. Uh, it was about the same era that Knight Rider was on the scene. So sometimes I equated the rear bumper. If some of you remember the Super Pursuit Mode kit where you know he expanded out to get faster the, the I guess it was the tail, of the hatch actually opened up and revealed more taillights, so to speak. But I kind of equated Thunderhawk's rear bumper being moved up kind of in that thing, that that era. But, um, yeah, so this is just awesome being able to see 30 years of being online, let's uh, uh, say online, being 30 years of mask, And it's I think it's getting stronger. And I hear Bill coming online. Yeah. I think.
2: Yeah. I'm getting he's, there.
1: He's trying to show me his Phillies ceiling instead of uh, his mask collection, it looks like. I'm trying here.
2: Uh, Super Mario shirt, too.
1: Oh, man, I was almost going to wear that, too. But I thought, you know what? I'm going to wear my, I don't know if we can get a good shot of it, but the mask at 30 that we wore there at the RetroCon.
2: Yes. Yes.
1: So I uh, I don't know if you were hearing any of this. Uh, I'm trying to think of what what captured you 30 years ago. If you can recall that far back, for me it's like you know the old uh, squeaky mouse wheel exercise wheel. But what I'm thinking what what captivated you the most when you saw Mask flash on the airwaves? Were you intrigued by the cartoon, or did it spin it off into the obvious collector that you are, or did were you, you know, taken by the, the, the comic books, What I guess what seized you the most out of the whole cartoon 30 years ago?
2: Combination, comics were never big for me. It was uh, what you see in front of you here and then the cartoon itself. I don't remember the last time I watched the cartoon when I was younger, but, um, you know, I, I was putting together the top 30 list and I do remember that getting the collector, I think, was the the last toy I got when I was younger. Um, so I think that was kind of where it stopped there. But, uh, you know, the, I guess the toy line more than the cartoon, but it's neck and neck pretty much. Never really the comics though.
1: Oh, I can be honest. I, I never got into the comic book. World, um, uh, I'll be honest. I guess, uh, uh, I guess, a piece of my my uh, being an adult or what have you. I I seem to fall asleep anytime I read, so um, I've stayed away from reading a lot of things, um, even comic books. But I be, I'll be honest. These years later, as we were going through some of the, the comic books here. Uh, on our mask cast with, the uh, thing was with you and or Eric, and uh, I was actually captivated. I stayed alert. Um, maybe it was because it was mask but I was actually alert when I read it, not, not as opposed to uh, most of my college courses that I've been uh, enduring, as it were.
2: What, what college courses are you taking that, uh oops.
1: Well, at the time, uh, I've been working on uh, becoming a a pastor, so I was taking a a bachelor's degree in religion. Uh, Okay. (laughs) So that has been, fortunately, that has been put to rest for the time being. But uh, the military seems to always be hard-pressed, to always educate you uh, in leadership. So I'm actually now on to the next chapter of my military education, which is... uh, senior non-commissioned officer academy and basically it's just more leadership skills and traits and um it it goes into a whole mecca of different leadership skills and models and cross-cultural because it is the military we we do uh, uh, engage with different uh, well different countries different ethnicities you have to be cognizant of communication style, the nonverbals, they really get in, they bash it over your head, but it's an online course, so um, it can be very, very dry, because it's like death by PowerPoint with the, uh, uh, I guess the monotone instructor going, and this is this leadership model, and you will note that in chapter five, that, I'm like, are you kidding me? So
2: um, it sounds it, it, it doesn't sound, uh, it doesn't sound like too
1: much fun. It's not. And I'm, I'm always seeking to learn more, but I'm getting to a point where I'm going, okay, there has to be something better than this. But, uh, nonetheless, uh, back to our mask adventure. I was, um, did you recall at all where you were when this, uh, when this aired, I was let's
2: see 1985. I I would have been down in Wildwood, New Jersey. Um, I don't remember which house. We had one house before the house I grew up in. So you know, I was down in Wildwood, uh, probably sitting right in the living room with my parents watching it.
1: I was was telling uh, the the, uh, listeners that I was in my little home of Clearfield, Pennsylvania. Uh, I'm not sure where Jason was. I'm sure he was in his home back in Curlensville, which was five, seven miles up the road for me. And uh, I'm sure we were sitting in our living room watching our, um, I won't call it a twisty tile dial, uh, um, tuner TV set but it was pretty darn close to it um, I don't know I don't remember
2: what kind of TV I had at that <clears> point, <throat> point, but I would imagine that it would have been you know something along the lines of uh one of those ones with a little dial and things of that nature so
1: right. you know, I still remember I mean, mine um Believe it or not, I guess I have a memory for certain things. Mine was, it was kind of a push-button thing. The uh, It was like a, the buttons actually were never truly like a depressed switch. It was a touch, um, like a resistive touch button they had only one, yeah, they only had two through 13, and then they had, um, uh, I think it was a UHF button on the bottom yeah. And that you, then you actually had to open a door, and I can't remember if it was a dial or you, you, I think it was a dial, and you had to kind of twist to like channel 45 if you had it. We were, um, we had the local cable TV uh, cable box, so it had this little, uh, looked like a telephone uh, dial pad on top, beige case. Set but um I still remember watching it and then i I, I vaguely recall asking mom for everything uh, everything on the intro because that was like the shopping cart right there at the intro for fifty seconds you got to see the bulk of at least season one um, toys and I'm enjoying your uh, your your
2: my gorilla style camera work. <laughs>
1: Uh, well, yeah. I'm enjoying. I'm enjoying that uh, just all that you have. I know you had quite the collection, but I guess I never I just. Well, I never seen it uh, aside from you sitting behind, what we could see in front of the camera at times. So you you have more than I, and you had a bit, but man, I think you're on overload. <laughs> um, yeah, we can we can
2: pan through it, if you want
1: yeah give us on a so-called mask uh, map tracker tour <laughs> well,
2: if only doug was on on the uh, on the podcast we can have him we can have him lead the tour
1: well you know i am on skype right now and if not that doug is listening but if doug were to dial in i don't know if we'd even hear him because i don't have the full setup here but Hey, Doug, if you're listening, you're welcome to join in anytime.
2: <laughs> well, knowing knowing him after we met him, he would if he was listening. So I'll just give you a quick pan over here. Uh, I still haven't tested this thing out yet. I'm going to do this one day on one of the mass casts or on one of my podcasts, but either way, it's a Venom, it's a Viper mass that shoots water. Uh, over here, you know, kind of see it there. Uh, You know, it's kind of pan over, top row. Some of the larger um, not giant trucks are up here. Uh, My niece made that picture frame out of Legos for me, put a mask picture in it. So that was very nice. Let's pan down here. Kind of go through this. Have my uh, more valuable figures inside this nice old backup tape case. Nice little tip if you ever wanna use those for anything. So useless now, so kinda keep going. Here's the Thunderball replica. There's a Batman light switch. Go down here, not a lot of light here and my phone's up, putting off the camera light, so I apologize.
1: That's okay.
2: Um, so we'll go up here real quick again to go to my Stone autograph, Thunderhawk. We'll keep going back down here, pan over one more. You can just kind of see the way that my collection is laid out. You'll, you'll notice that I don't have any of the, and it's a little dusty too in some spots, but I don't have any of the figures standing next to anything because I have them all on that shelf. So down here, because of Boulder Hill's size, I need to use a desk to display it. Um, so I made use of it Put a nice nice sheet on it and the larger stuff on there. And then this is something that I got in recently. It's a uh, 45, I think, right? It's a small. Yeah. It's from uh, France. I can't play it, but it's still a pretty neat piece. Um, let's see if I can slide it out of there with one hand. I can't. Otherwise, I'd show the inside. So we go back over here. These are these aren't all boxed. Most of these are just boxes. Um. Uh, the only one I have that's sealed is Dynamo, which I think everybody has one of these. The so I guess somebody uncovered some old case of it over in. Um, I think it was China or Japan, I forget. And they were selling one on eBay for like 50 bucks, sealed. Or, you know, not sealed, but uh, some of them had the plastic on, some don't. And my niece, for a holiday one time, she got me this piranha. It's actually the piranha in there with the insert. My niece gets me pretty good gifts. So, let me keep going down this way here. This is... I believe Thunderhawk box from Europe. Yeah, because of the. I don't know if you can see it in the picture. Let's see if I can zoom in. But it's got different um, different languages on it. Let me go down here. A Fire Force box. It's, they're pretty hard to find. And then we have this box here. It's a packing case that had Thunderhawks in it. It's just a cardboard box. Um, not full. But I don't know too many people that have cardboard boxes of 80s like that in their collection. I had more, but I couldn't justify having three cardboard boxes full of nothing, so I had to I had to get rid of some of them. So then we'll go up this way a little bit, and go to my carded collection, uh, some some figure packs up here. Uh, I'm getting a lot of glare off my light, but you can see what I have here. Going over, some of the Argentina carded items I have. Um, Cliff Dagger. You have Ace Riker, I think, and Ace Riker, I think. You can never know with these stupid things. Um, but I had to have them. And there they are. So it looks like Jason has jumped on, too. Yeah, we kind of go up here, and we see T-Bob and then and Scott, and then this very, very poorly damaged uh, card there, but figures are intact. so Had to have that, too. And then we come up with these creepy masks. This one here scares my wife. (laughs) I think it scares scares everybody, to be honest. Um, I I, I just don't understand them, but you know, again, it's just kind of look at it. There you go. Y'all have nightmares tonight. You're welcome. And then here's the, people ask me a lot about this, the figure display, it it was originally designed for hockey cards. Um, As I grew out of that, I found another uh, use for it. My grandfather built it for me back when I was probably about 12, so I'm still using it today. So got a lot of use out of it. And then we'll just quickly kind of hand over this way. I won't go into detail on all these images over here over at my computer. Um, but you can kind of see like all the artwork and things of that nature I have up there. So that's, that's what I have in here mask wise. And here's my cat.
1: Doug <laughs> so, would I'm really enjoy play. that right
2: now. Yeah. She's hanging out. So, yeah, so that's I mean, I can kind of go over everything else here. I just, you know, this is what else I have in the room here. Kind of get in shop there, I think. Not to go into too much detail with that either, but superpowers, secret wars, you know, some '80s stuff, all the things mixed in there. But this is this is where I spend most of my time with all this. But I haven't gotten anything new since this uh, record, just because there wasn't anything else to get. <laughs> um, so after that, I started watching. I start watching episodes randomly, um, just from time to time. Here's my other cat. Hey. All right. So, you know, kind of doing that from time to time, I would jump back into it just because I I don't want to lose interest or focus. I don't think I ever would because I'm always updating the website, but I want to keep it fresh a little bit. Plus, when my niece and nephew visit, we tend to watch an episode or two. So it ends up working out in the end. Hopefully, I didn't bore you too much there.
1: Not at all. That that's okay. impressive. Uh, I wish I had the. the I call it the concentration of a toy collection. I, mine seems to be very sporadic. I have uh, something of everything. I, I have some Transformers, some of Mask, some of Thundercats, some of like one or two of He-Man. Um, so it kind of, it's kind of one of those where it's just haphazard. It was probably. Because of my childhood, it was one of those where I oh, want this, I want this, want this, I want this. Well, you can have one or two of this, one Christmas or birthday, one or two of this, the next, and that's probably where my collection uh, or so-called collection came to be. But I'm very impressed with what you have. That's uh, – man, I wish I had the time to de- to devote. I think I stopped
2: playing hockey. I think that's when I started collecting things again back when I was – from when I was a kid, so. It's kind of where it happened. I needed another hobby to jump to, I think. I don't know. So as we talk, though, I'll, I can pan over the other stuff um, quickly, or maybe that'll be another day. But I'll <laughs> keep kind of going. I'll keep going over everything else here that I have. Uh, well, like I said
1: earlier, Jason has not yet uh, come on. In fact, uh, what you saw was me blip in and out somehow.
2: Like. Yeah, Hangouts has been... It, I tried to jump in uh, about three or four times and it just kept dropping my call.
1: Well, this uh, one was my fault. I I thought I was pres- pressing the refresh for the Facebook page and hit F5 and it, well, it refreshed Hangout for me. So, it was my my own doing for this time. Mm. But uh, I saw that Vaughn Baskin has joined us and he was celebrating with us saying, Happy Mask Day. And, <laughs> Happy Mass Day to you. We're, um, like I said, Jason will join in shortly. Um, I know you've had a a new podcast coming on lately. Um, So tell us about that.
2: Sure. Um, Well, doing these with you guys has been fun. And I kind of wanted to – sorry, sorry, Kit. I kind of wanted to do something a little different with a site and I'm still going to do video reviews as time progresses, but podcasts are a way for me to communicate with uh, a group of people that you guys might not know um, or just in general, it's just a way to help kind of, you know, spread mask a little bit more. It, It helps it, it's fun for both the you know the other party and the and for me because I get to talk to people that I probably wouldn't talk to because you know mostly they were internet friends so it's it it was, it was nice uh, I talked with Stian first about the Thunderbolt replica and his process um, tried to ask him if he was going to do ramp up. It sounded like he was so hopefully hopefully we see that in the near future. Uh, but he's also working on, uh, I forget the other name of it. It's drawn a blank. if you're Listening Post-it. Uh, he's probably not there. I think it's like 2 in the morning where he is right now. Um, I'll remember tomorrow, but not right now. And then I talked with um, Brent Scarano. I think you guys have talked with him from time to time, not on your, not on your podcast, but through the website. And through Facebook and things of that nature. So, um, him and I have traded for a long time. And he's a fellow collector. And he used to be a moderator on the message board, too. But I want to do something a little different. You know, it's been 30 years now since masks have come around. And I just have to keep trying to think of things to keep everybody interested and everybody, you know, moving forward.
1: Right, I know that's what, uh, of course you know as well as I. What Jason and I have been trying to do, and i really, I wish I, uh, I wish I had more time. Like I said, but Jason has really, I think, got himself a little, little slice of that where he's been doing those remake videos. Uh, of late, we have the Thunderball ACDC Thunderball or Thunderstruck.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah.
1: Music video with Thunderhawk. That's 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 just incredible.
2: Yeah, I can't do that.
1: <laughs> I work at a TV station, and I still can't do that. But I I work behind the scenes on the, uh, the animation part of it. Um, one of those things I would love to have done, but I just had I, I got, Unfortunately, stuck behind the desk of uh, the satellite acquisition side of it. And I think someone's popping in. Yeah
2: see a forehead.
1: Hey! Can you hear me? We can hear you. No kidding. All we see is your forehead, though. Put your mask on. <laughs> Maybe.
3: Did I lose you?
1: Saw you a little bit.
3: Uh, anyway, I'm here. I'm on my tablet, actually.
2: Hey, guys. I'll be ra- Yeah, I can still hear you. I'll be right back, though,
1: okay? All
3: right. Okay. Y'all, are we live?
1: We are live.
3: Oh, wow. Okay.
1: Happy mass day,
3: <laughs> <year>. day. <laughs> It almost feels like a birthday party, but uh.
1: that's what I was saying. I started off the show with saying that how <laughs> first it's you know i'm thirty nine you're thirty eight and here we are thirty years, and we I feel like a relic saying thirty years but <laughs> The top question I've been asking, I asked Bill, and I've been asking the the audience, which uh, I haven't seen anybody except Vaughn pop in. Uh, my primary question was, do you remember where you were when Mask first appeared on TV, and couple that with what drew you into the Mask franchise? Was it the to- was it the the show, and it steered you towards the toy line? or the comics, or... What was your... What seized you into Mask besides what we are 30 years later?
3: Well, I remember watching the show. Um, uh, I I can't remember which came first, the chicken or the egg. (laughs) If it was the show or if it was the toys. Um, I remember, I think, mainly watching it Probably would have been after its initial run on it was uh the USA Cartoon Express, I think, where it was airing, and I think that's essentially the era when I remember watching the show. So I tend to think that maybe the toys came first for me, um, before the cartoon, um. I can't really... I don't have a definitive moment that, you know, I sat down and was thumbing through the TV guide and on September 30th, 1985, going, oh, what's this? Mask? Let me check this out, you know? (laughs) Right. Now, I remember years later thumbing through the TV guide and seeing Mask being on, and it was not the mask that I wanted. It was that movie with Eric Stoltz, you know? (laughs) Right. Uh, Because it had gone off the air, you know, I, I don't know, I think it was probably in the early 90's when uh, USA stopped showing the cartoon, but yeah, I, I, I actually think it was probably the toys that came first for me.
1: Yeah, that's what, um, that's actually what we were talking about here just a little bit ago. Uh, it wasn't the toy line that really kicked it for me, I think I got seized right away from the show, but mostly because of, um, uh, I guess, more the intro than anything else, because you got all of your Christmas presents <laughs> right there in the first 50 seconds of the show.
3: This is true. So, uh, <laughs> Yeah, it always bothered me, too, and I'm going to give a shout-out to Metro uh, Blasting, because they did a fun piece on Honda McLean and how... Hurricane shows up in the intro, but we don't get Hurricane until what was it like episode 29 or something? Yeah, uh, that was kind of an anomaly that they identified, and and some of the differences with his uh, his uniform, you know, on the show when he got Hurricane, he was still had his old suit on essentially, and he got the new mask only. So there's some some things with Honda. I, uh, anybody that uh is, uh, is tuned into Retro Blasting, or if you haven't, go check them out on YouTube and check out that Honda McLean video they did because it's really interesting. But, yeah, that intro, I'll telling you today, I put it up on my Rediscover the 80s Facebook page, just the intro, and uh, just to wish Mask a happy birthday over there on that uh, half of my uh, <laughs> online presence. And uh, the last time I checked it, when I texted you, it was up over 300 shares and had reached like 30,000 people. Just that one post on Facebook just from people sharing it. So, you know, people still remember it. And they, the people that do remember it are still passionate enough to, you know, spread it along. Oh, I remember this when I was a kid. You remember this too, you know? That kind right. of thing. So it was interesting today, too um to see that that it it spread that quickly. So we've been having some fun today over on the other half <laughs> over at Agents of Mask and you know, posting all of our uh I posted my top three list, you posted a top ten list, and just seeing some of the pictures go through. Uh, Eric put had a great post over there on the uh, Boulderhill.net today. Uh, Bill posted his second podcast up on YouTube, so there's been a lot going through the, the pipeline today. It's been cool.
2: We're trying.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think you're succeeding. I think you're past the trying point.
2: i got to work on my you knows, you know? <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, listen, if I had to edit every time I stay kinda on, uh, on MassCast, I'd be here for days. So,
2: yeah, I'm, I'm out of.
3: Kinda, a... kinda, kinda. Yeah, you kind of, you know. Like, uh, it bugs me.
2: Yeah, I don't know. I'll work on it. It's just something you don't think of consciously.
3: No, you never do. But you know, it's you. So, trying to deviate or trying to, you know, essentially come up with a.
0: Yeah, you know. <laughs>
3: <laughs> some kind of. You know, production or whatever. I think it's just fun, like we do when we do these chats. You just kind of hear who we are more than me going through and editing out all the ums and kinds.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah. Uh, you know, I don't, I don't have the video editing skills that you have yet, Jason. But <laughs> at some, at some point, you know, I. I did it again there, but I hope to be able to splice in some, some pictures and uh, edit, you know, throw some different sounds in and all that fun stuff. So at some point, maybe ten years down the line, I'll catch up to where you are today. It <laughs> oh,
3: um, has not been ten years, so. Uh, so it just takes the motivation. I've I told Wyatt because he's talked to me you know, many times about, oh, you got to teach me how to use uh, your photo editing program or you got to teach me how to do this and that. It's just finding something that you're comfortable with and then just diving in because I, I didn't have Photoshop for the longest time and I, I actually use that mainly at work, but I have another editing program uh, at home. I think it's uh, Corel uh, Paint Shop something like that shot Pro, but you know it's it's similar enough and it's a heck of a lot cheaper to get yeah, that yeah. and then just get used to it. Um, the same with the video thing. All I use is uh, Windows Movie Maker, which is pretty much free to everybody, and it's just a matter of getting used to all the gadgets that are available to you, you know. And uh,
2: I think I'm, my problem. Uh, I'm sorry I think my problem is that I because of the field I'm in I already have too many other technical things crammed in my head so I don't <laughs> think there's any room for me to learn how to do it I mean I, I know how to do I can do sim, you know quick cuts you know I can cut out yeah. little things but I don't know how to splice all the stuff in and go transitions and you guys you know you guys but do a good job with that
3: yeah I kind of cheated a little bit on that because I do have a radio broadcasting degree that I'm finally actually using in my spare time.
0: (laughs) Ah. Congratulations.
3: So, so yes. So, the splicing and the the audio editing, although back then we we still were on the cusp of the digital era. When I was in college, I can't believe it's been uh, 20 years since then, but uh, it's still the same kind of philosophies and you get to be a perfectionist really when you're doing stuff like that. And even, you know, like that Thunderhawk video I just did, I, I took a five minute song and reduced it to three minutes. And it's just the, the timing of the beats and you, you have to be dedicated to do and to get it right and make it sound good for everybody to, you know, when they're listening, they just can't tell. So it's, it's yeah. a process and I had the training to do that. So I've got, an ace up my sleeve, but I wouldn't go, you know. I wouldn't be too hard on yourself. And there's people like us and Eric and other people in the mask community that I'm sure know how to do some things, and we're more than willing to help you out too. You know,
2: uh, it's going to be something I want to tackle on my own at some point. When I when I want to forget something else that I know at work, I'll try to <laughs> tackle that. So it won't be a problem.
0: I
3: got you. Thank you. Yeah. Well, what else did we want to tackle, uh, Wyatt? Is Wyatt still here?
2: I don't know. His video is frozen. Uh Uh-oh. And he's got a really weird face going.
3: (laughs) I haven't heard him talk in a while, so we might have... uh, (laughs) uh, I wonder if we lost the whole chat, because he was the host. Am I here now? You're there now, yes.
1: My, I don't know if what I did with my mix. I, um, it sounds like, I don't know how I sound on your end, but it looks like I'm being, my microphone is actually being fed from my, uh, camera.
3: Sounds a little bit better now. You did sound like you were, like, inside a vacuum cleaner there for a minute, but.
1: <laughs> well, there. I said like that anyway. <laughs> Okay. But uh, what I was actually gonna, what I was actually saying until this acted up, was uh, we've got a line of questions forming up right now. We got the one from, actually most of them are from Vaughn, I think, Vaughn on Baskin. One of them is, I wonder if Mask was, if Mask was reborn as an anime series, which anime company do you like? Would you like to choose? Um, I'm not familiar with anime, any anime companies except, what was it, uh, 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 Pokemon? And Voltron. Uh, that's the closest I got to, to anime. Yeah,
3: the other one I would throw in there is uh, Robotech. I think that was an anime yes. carryover. So, I yeah, I haven't really... I'm not into the anime world at all to even know which production companies are available to, you know, to do the uh, modern anime version of Mask. But I guess I think the most likely scenario would be, obviously, Hasbro Studios to pick it up. And their style is uh, uh, quite a bit different, I think, than, you know, what anime is now. But it could happen. You never know.
1: Bill, what about you, Bill? Are you getting to know of the anime world?
3: Yeah.
2: Um, no. <laughs> I, I don't know anything about it, to be so honest. So we're all
3: in agreement, then, that we know nothing about anime, except for a few cartoons.
2: Yes. Well, I, yeah. I only know of Voltron.
3: <laughs> oh, Bill, you did post your top 30 today. Awesome.
2: Yeah, I did.
3: I need to share that. I like doing this on my tablet, so now I can like <laughs> still talk to you guys and get through stuff quickly.
1: Cool. <laughs> Next question up is still from Vaughn. He says, "Can you do a full, fully length version of the Thunderhawk Struck uh, music video?"
3: A full? Oh, full length version? Yeah. I I actually have probably enough footage to do it because I did end up pulling some. Uh, some of them out um, to hit that three-minute mark and to time it out correctly so I don't know maybe that is uh, maybe I'll pull that rabbit out of the hat here uh, (laughs) before too long I I did want to shout out since I'm on the on our uh, Facebook page let me see if I can find uh, the person's name again but when I posted the video up there someone had the suggestion for doing rocky like a hurricane from the scorpions for hurricane and I was like yes that's perfect um, I wish I could find it now but uh, forgive me to the person that uh, posted that comment until I get through here but um, I think that might be in my future because you know how <laughs> much I love hurricane if you uh, Scroll through my top thirty list today. Uh, <laughs> uh, I just I hope there's enough footage because you know <laughs> Hurricane was yeah. maybe in what a half a dozen episodes.
2: You're gonna have to use yeah. the same shot over and over again.
3: <laughs> and re- yeah, m- mirror the shot and you know. Uh, yeah, pretty much. Put it in a uh, different black and white and. <laughs> so I don't know if that's gonna that's going to happen, but, uh, just don't,
1: don't mirror the shot because as much as I am an airwolf fan, I don't know how much it pissed (laughs) me off now watching it when they flip the, the, the scenery a little bit and you know, they're sitting on the opposite side.
0: Yeah.
2: You'll have to create your own shots with the toy.
3: Well, that's, that might be possible. John Westmoreland. That's the guy that suggested that. So thank you, John. Uh, We'll see what I can do with the uh, with Hurricane. That might be like a one-minute video.
1: <laughs> I like a Hurricane. And we're
3: yeah, done. yeah. you hit the final chord. But uh, yeah, those have been those have been really fun. What other hit me with some more questions? I don't. I'm not in the place where I can see the questions, so.
1: Uh, the last one that's posted at the moment is from Jose Rodriguez. He says, "Hi there, friends! Happy Mass Day. Thirty years later, I have—I I have 39. Does any of yours already? I uh, think he's trying to ask, "Are you ready he for he another 30 years?"
3: Well, 39 is the number of vehicle sets. I don't know if he's referring to those, okay. Uh in in his own collection. Read the read the question again.
1: It says, uh... Does any of yours are ready to others 30 years? So what I mean. I, I, I'm thinking it's, he says, oh, okay. do you have any, uh, do you have any or do you have as many as 39 maybe? Or, and perhaps it's a second question or ask, ask yeah. you know, are you ready for another 30 years? Well, I'll be honest, I'm ready for another 30 years, but I'll be in a wheelchair by then. Um uh, <laughs> We'll still be
3: watching Mask, you know it, when we're retired. Oh,
2: yeah. Hey, you guys uh, will be watching your movie 30 years later.
3: Oh, we wish. That would be awesome. Uh, we need to get Bill to uh, to chronicle his collection like I did mine, what was it, last year. Because uh, I know you've definitely got me by several uh, toys and merchandise and everything. But I think I'm around 35 and a half of the thirty-nine, Because I have like half of, uh, I think it's Barracuda, the yellow motorcycle. I have the jet, but I don't have the motorcycle part.
1: Um, Well, actually, you did miss the Chronicle because he sat there and showed us, gives a big video tour of all that he has. And it was actually very, very awesome. You're going to uh, have to, unfortunately, you're going to have to watch the YouTube version of this later on. (laughs)
3: <laughs> well did I, I i know i remember seeing uh bill's massive nes collection but uh i guess well, maybe you did did you did do, a, like do a bigger a, video or something
2: yeah i'll do another one for that too it, it'll it'll be part of the be part of a podcast or so call in later you know a video cool. podcast
3: yeah <laughs> but uh yeah you know gosh it's weird to think what it Going to be 30 years from now if we'll have a, a second coming, so to speak.
1: <laughs> well, Vaughn, or, uh, Vaughn actually interjected uh, Will mask reach the big 3 5 in 2020? So I think there's a lot more possibility in 35 uh, than in uh, 60. Well,
3: unless the internet ceases to exist, which I don't think it's going to happen, um, you know, we'll always be here. There will always be mask fans to. Oh, yeah celebrate in some way and you know by uh, by doing these kind of hangouts and podcasts and videos and stuff to keep it alive you know hopefully that will encourage some people to you know start their own sites and, and get some more people in the community because we've had a nice uh, and speaking of Jose there who chimed in with the question you know he runs that uh peaceful nations alliance facebook group which is really active and i think it's one of the bigger uh, mass groups that are out there there's so, a lot of
2: graphics and things like that yeah, too.
3: yeah he does a lot of uh, what i would call photoshop type work but um, you know we've had just in the last year or so uh, several of those groups pop online and um, uh, I, I it's definitely grown since we first came online wyatt which was what 2011 um, and bill the old man over here who has been online since the internet existed uh, <laughs> I'm sure he's he's noticed it as well throughout the years
2: a little bit it was uh th- there were two um, i think until 2011. And then there were three. And then I think Boulder Hill came around.
1: Uh, Boulder then, Hill was before us. Yeah, what? Boulder Hill was... Well, there, I would oh. say that there was three. There was you, uh, Boulder Hill, and Albert um, Cuneo. And then it just kind of slowly trickled, beginning with us. And now it's just... Uh,
2: kind there of were. I mean, there were a couple other ones in there. I just couldn't remember the progression of Yeah. everything. But yeah, there was... There was pretty much nothing, and then all of a sudden, now you have—I mean, there, there are Facebook pages and groups and things coming up. While it's not a full-blown website; it's still an act—you know, there's still active groups of people and talking every day. It's just, you know for to see.
3: Yeah, we had uh, Scott Crawford with with his uh, comic site. And you know, there's just like little niches like that that uh, I think are just waiting to, you know, pop up. And if we do get a reincarnation of the cartoon series or something, I think it'll really kind of take off from there and, and draw new interest and in, draw new interest in, or rekindling interest in the old series too. You know, once that happens. So, and it will happen. It I will happen. It. I believe it too.
2: <laughs> uh hey guys, I got to I got to pop off the call. Okay. But enjoy your night and thanks for having me on for a little bit. And we'll have to do a recap yeah. of our thoughts and time the other You guys did one. But we'll have to do a recap of the uh the panel. And
3: definitely. Yeah.
2: You know, it could be a quick one since you guys covered it pretty well already.
3: Well, yeah, and it's
2: we could talk about the little stories and all that stuff.
3: Right, right. That'd be fun. We, we all of us kind of gave our own little perspective individually, sort of. But yeah, it'd be fun to get back together and recall that day, the day that we mm-hmm. down in infamy when yes. the when the mask world the mask world collided.
0: <laughs> yes. yes, yes.
2: <laughs> but have a good have a good night, guys. All right.
1: All right you take too. Take care, Bill. See ya. So yeah, this has been. A uh, very, very, uh, fun night. I, like I said, uh, when I opened it, Jason, that,
0: okay.
1: it's 30 years. And and like even Bill echoed, you know, it, there was just a couple lingering websites going around celebrating or at least trying to keep, keep the dream alive, as it were. And then... Uh, you and I started out, uh, and many of us, many of you that have listened to our podcasts, mass casts, uh, can go back and see the, the, meet the writers, as it were, and yeah. you know, we just wanted to start out as, a, as uh, with a vision for a uh, live action movie, and here, uh, you in fact, Jason, came up with the idea of, you know what, let's not just sell the, the uh, script. Yeah. You know, at, at our angle, let's look at it and see if we can't put a community together where it's uh, so, a, a so-called just, um, this is actually how we came up with the, the name Agents yeah. of Mask. We were, I think you had asked me about something I said, um, somehow in the imagery, when you were looking at the logos, I came up with like the mask table. Or maybe right, right. And you, I think that's when your light like, clicked on and going, dude, Agents of Mask. Let's just make a a a hub for yeah. the mask community, so that we can pull certain. We we even joked agents that had better specialties. Like uh, Bill is is like the collector uh, for mask. We have Eric, uh, and even Scott Crawford for the comics. Uh, and us yeah. with more more or less the cartoon. Um, behind our belt what not not it's not the greatest but it's there um, only because I haven't caught up to all of them yet <laughs> uh, but uh, it just fascinates me 30 years and then it still hits me I'm probably still late, uh, living in the, the uh, ambiance as it were from from our retrocon yeah. event that, you know we got to sit at a mask panel. We were invited to it. And not only did we get invited to the Mass we got to meet the the head chief himself, Doug Stone. And that's just, like, that's not the icing. That's the whipped cream on top of the ice, ice cream on top of the icing of the cake, at right. least in my book.
3: Yeah, I mean, of course there was some selfish motives when we... Uh, it first started the blog uh, about our movie script, and then when we switched over, and it wasn't necessarily creating our own community or creating a new community, it was just uh, essentially the ultimate mass assembly,
0: right?
3: <laughs> uh, trying to connect all of the sites together, uh, not through ours necessarily, but promoting promoting more than just what we were bringing to the table. So um, the more that you can grow, you know, the community, I think the better the chance, not just for, you know, a a movie script to get picked up or whatever, but for the franchise as a whole to come back, it is the, the, the best attack plan, I guess you would say.
1: Right, and what's helped is not just us, is the both collaborations of um, Scott Crawford, his, his assembled mask petition, and then mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we went on as well on the American side with that We Want Mask uh, website. Right. So that just, it, something is working somehow. It, something is working because now, like we announced not too long ago, that Hasbro has something somewhere down the line for us. We don't know what it is, but they, you know, something's coming down the pike. I know we're all itching for that announcement.
3: Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I even, like I told you, or, well, I think Bill messaged us today and said, have you checked the Hasbro site just in case, you know? And I was like, yeah, I've checked it today and actually uh, tried to email one of their media people over the weekend to see if they – would at least acknowledge uh, something new is coming or, you know, if, if they had any plans to make any announcements today for the 30th anniversary. And apparently uh, they don't, but, you know, we're going to keep on trying and uh, keep essentially our, our, uh, our passion for the show or the franchise – That's going to remain at the same level it has when we first came on. So, um, what what they do or don't do isn't going to change kind of what we do, in in other words. So, we'll just keep hoping for the best and, you know, this whole thing that came to light with the, with them uh, announcing Mask as a new brand essentially in their slideshow there back in June Um, I don't take it lightly so no but you know with these big (laughs) companies it's hard to it's really hard to tell what what they're gonna do and who is behind the movement quote-unquote to bring it back is it some 25 year old kid that has no experience with the show you know, and then go a, a totally new direction. Is there actually some people that work for Hasbro that know mask, uh, have a history with the brand since it since they acquired it, you know, and are they gonna essentially stay true to it, you know?
1: Right.
3: So there's a lot of variables like that probably in play that we have no control or no idea what's going on behind the scenes. But you know, we just keep our fingers crossed and keep pushing forward with, uh, with what we're doing.
1: Right. And I think we've answered Jose's questions. He's popped on and asked. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, first, he asked, what are your impressions about Hasbro on a day like this? Uh, secondly, he kind of fast-forwarded it while we are talking about it at the, at the moment, uh, saying, nothing about Hasbro today, that's a bad thing. And he's actually questioning it. I don't necessarily think it's a bad thing. Um, it keeps us in suspense, and possibly they're pulling the illusion as the ultimate weapon for Hasbro. <laughs> um, you know, they might know know something. Uh, who knows? Maybe Jason and I will get a strange email or phone call one day from Hasbro saying that they're interested in our script. We don't know. Right. Um, but, uh,
3: yeah, I, I, you know, we had hopes when the rumors started flying, it was back in December of last year in January about um, uh, possible comeback. and uh, There was rumors at a toy show, I think it was in Germany or something that one of them from Hasbro leaked, you know, a comeback or something. And we were all pumped up to see if something was going to happen at Toy Fair uh, back in February of this year, and never did, and you know, here we are again. And each year it comes around. I, I still say it's not just Hasbro uh, keeping masking, you know, the warehouse, so to speak. I think there's some other probably legal issues that is preventing them from fully coming up with a strategy. You know, because we've gone over this many times before um, and even Doug mentioned it to us when we interviewed him on MassCast and, and even at RetroCon on the panel that the, the rights to the television show just changed from here to there to everywhere and you know, what does it mean if Hasbro still legally only has the toy rights? Should they come up with a whole new kind of vehicle line in a essentially a new cartoon that's somewhat based on Mask, you know, maybe they don't have the rights to the to all of the old you know, characters and vehicles essentially true um so there's things like that that i think we're not always thinking about and we're just kind of oh stupid hasbro they they failed us again they there's nothing going to come out today no that's i don't think that's the right attitude you know no it's there's i think there's other things that we don't know about in play and it's, there's just no other explanation for Essentially, 15 years. Well, it might be less than that. I can't remember when the that tracker specialist tracker figure came out for GI Joe. But there's no there's no other reason for them not to want to exploit <laughs> to the nth degree one of their franchises that made them a pile of money. You know, a, a while back, after seeing all these everything else bring being rebooted nowadays anyway, you know, so, anyway, that's my opinion on the situation, and, (laughs) uh, I'm not, I I don't fault them really at this point unless they, unless something appears online that's, you know, because we know they're, they're, uh, uh, reapplying for the trademark, we know that much. Right. So so they want to keep it, so, there's got to be something else that is kind of an obstacle in the way.
1: Well, you know, not to prolong our Q&A section, one last one here, and then I'd like to move on to the, our okay. next highlight, which is uh, we were talking about uh, our top 10 uh, list. And I know we posted it online, but I thought it would be, go down it a little bit Uh, first this last question that popped up and it's actually more of a suggestion than a question but von baskin suggests that we both uh, join the tv addicts facebook page i'm not sure if i'm the one that's lost or if jason got kicked off Um, but nonetheless uh, We'll wait and see if he's going to pop back on. Uh, Good suggestion. Um, I'm not so much there as Jason popping on now.
3: Uh, Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm I'm sure what
1: happened. Uh, I was just saying that we got some constructive criticism from Vaughn Baskin, more of a suggestion. Uh, He suggested Uh that we uh, we go and apply to be on the – TV addicts support page, Facebook page. <laughs>
3: no, I, I wouldn't say a TV... I'm, I'm definitely not a TV addict.
1: Uh, I'm not anymore.
3: I'm, I'm addicted <laughs> to mask. Uh, yeah. I, you, you can uh, come look at the uh, the collection that I've accumulated over the last two years, and pretty easy to tell that. But... <laughs> Kids of the 80s, though. I mean, all of our knowledge is that era, for the most part. I, I think I can speak for you on that. Wyatt, that I dabble into modern television shows, and uh, I'm, I'm definitely not uh, uh, knowledgeable on probably 75% of what's on the air right now.
1: That's but, more than me, because I'm I am so far behind. Jason and I have this conversation actually when he's up visiting. That the last show I watched, modern complete, was Fringe, although that's not that old.
3: Um, uh, fringe, what? That was last what five years or so. Right? It lasted
1: five years, um, but I've i I'm such a gap. She got me hooked. My wife got me hooked on that, and I did watch it like at night before going to bed and that type of thing. Got caught up on it. But in between, I, um, in fact, a lot of my coworkers are dumbfounded because I have yet to watch The Big Bang Theory. They're like, What? You don't know? I'm like, no, sorry. Passing commercials, I kind of know who they are, but yeah, I got nothing. <laughs> and I know that they are like the next big thing, like Friends was back in the 90s, or Married with Children was in the late 80s and early 90s.
3: So, yeah. yeah, we watched a lot of stuff back then because that's what oh, you yeah. did when you were a kid. Heck yeah. That was your job, you watched TV. I mean,
1: <laughs> one <laughs> for of the us, jobs. For,
3: yeah, well, for us it was we watched TV and we played outside. I mean, that was our that was our two choices that pretty much dominated. And we were TV was usually Saturday mornings and for me it was uh, a couple nights a week watching, you know, the A-Team or Night Rider or something that was on in primetime but uh yeah i i've watched like i'm i've watched all of breaking bad uh i'm waiting for the last season of mad men to come to netflix and i've watched a few of the netflix shows like house of cards uh and i'm actually into Gotham right now um i watched that uh week-to-week, week, which is really the only show that I watch now that's essentially on a week-to-week basis. I should be watching the Goldbergs, uh, and that's kind of a, I guess what you call a geek confession, that I'm not watching enough Goldbergs, the, uh, the, 80s, <laughs> the 80s man that I am. Uh, I should be ashamed of that, but... Same here,
1: I haven't... Uh... Like you, I just I just haven't found the time. That's my problem. I'm soaked up with time with, with my yeah. son and help my wife clean up. But By the time I'm, I have any free time, I'm downstairs in my little so-called office, as you see behind me, <laughs> uh, trying to catch up on stuff that needs caught up on, usually Bill's, or yeah. um, I was talk, talking to Bill, Bill when we uh, got on here that, you know, I'm into this – well, you, you're aware of it too. I'm into a new leadership class. Uh, doing the schoolwork on that, so, um, yeah, if it's not any of those things, then then my days are zapped working on projects that need tended to, like my truck, or, well, last night, we had a huge, huge rainstorm, I found a leak in the house, so that, that was, luckily, that was only a five-minute fix, but,
3: yeah, well, and that's the thing, too, we're, we're family men, (laughs) Yeah, you could definitely say. And our mask is our hobby when we can find the time to, you know, uh, jump online and post uh, updates or share stuff. You know, that's just when we <laughs> when we get a minute. Um, so yeah, it, that there's a lot more stuff that takes, you know. A lot more priority over television or even mascot in our this point in our hmm. lives, but it's still it's you know we again are passionate enough to put ourselves out there with uh, the script and the site and, and everything else that we do, and uh, it's just fun. It's it's what kind of keeps us in our childhood too, you know, right? Which is. Uh, where I like to stay a lot of the time.
1: <laughs> Same here. That's a good segue. You know, that's a good great segue because um, uh, I realize we've we've done our part, so to speak, online. Uh-huh. So I wanted to see your uh, top ten list of mask uh, vehicles, whether they're the toys or the cartoon. Uh, what was yeah. your top ten?
3: Let me see if I can uh, navigate over to there because I've been kicking myself off the hangout I think so
1: well actually I haven't pulled up so
3: okay well actually I think I I think I got it um I don't know this just kind of came to me yesterday I really didn't have a plan to uh do this you know like weeks in advance and I had these this top 30 list (laughs) uh waiting you know but it kind of hit me yesterday I like, let me it's the 30th anniversary. I got to do something with a number 30, so I'll just do the my top 30 toys. And you know, going back and forth between uh, me and you here, uh, we got a lot of the similar uh, top 10. Probably at least what half. Um, we actually more out. than
1: half. I think seven of them. I'm, I'm counting just for the top okay. 10.
3: Uh we flip-flopped our top one. Which you chose Condor and I chose Thunderhawk. Um
1: now if I didn't have Condor I'll be I'll be quite quite frank if I would not have had Condor starting out of my collection I probably would have had top 10 the same one as Thunderhawk. But yeah. me the sentimental person that was my first well fast uh, toy I I clung to that more.
3: Yeah, well that's why I had uh hurricane ranked it did i have it number two i think i had it number two because um, yes. that was the first one i i can't remember if it was the first mask vehicle that i had i was thinking i might have had piranha and condor before that and that was i know for a fact that was my first like actual car uh or larger vehicle than just the motorcycles you know um I got and it was a birthday present I don't remember which birthday it was but it was kind of out of the blue because I didn't I didn't ask for it for my birthday really and when I got it it was just like oh this is like the coolest car ever and it just stuck with me then it's you know I've said before that's the only one that's made it from my childhood uh, that's still in my collection now so it's it's pretty special to me, so that's why I, I put it up there. I, oh, you had it at number eight. Okay, so that's that's not bad. Well, let's just, this is, in case people haven't uh, read the post today, we'll just run your, I'll run your uh, top ten down. You had Condor number one, Thunderhawk two, Switchblade three, Rhino four, Boulder Hill five, Piranha, 6, Gator, 7, Hurricane, 8, Jackhammer, 9, and Goliath, number
1: 10. Right, and yours, I'll do yours. Uh, Okay. We got Thunderhawk as number 1. You just said Hurricane was number 2, with Boulder Hill pulling in at number 3. Rhino as number 4, Switchblade, 5. Goliath is number 6. Condor, number 7, Outlaw, number 8. Laser Command at nine, and Stiletto at number ten.
3: Yeah. So yeah, it's been essentially my bottom three. I think are the ones that differ from you because you have uh, Gator Jackhammer, Gator Jackhammer, and Piranha are in your top ten, and I pulled out those those ones, uh, and I think I all those three that were in your top 10, I got in my top 20, but I I didn't intend to do that, like I said in the post, to have, I essentially have one from every series that was released in my top 10. Um, But when I, you know, was narrowing the 39 down each time, uh, it just seemed to work out that way And, and what I thought would be the, Hot vehicles. And it and again, now what I put in there and I think what you intended when you did your list, it was just our personal preferences. Right. Uh not nothing based on, you know, the units sold or the overall popularity. Uh just what we thought would be the coolest mass toys to have or to collect or I think in your case more to have uh, Put on your Christmas wish list as a kid, right? Um, so, yeah, I mean, it was—it just kind of worked out that way. Uh, my love for Lamborghini Countach's—I uh, <laughs> think it helped that stiletto vehicle from Split Seconds get into the top ten. And you know, I, most of my list and the top thirty Split Seconds and the racing series were the lower numbers. And, you know, it's just because a lot of it has to do with the influence of the cartoon show.
0: Right. Because
3: you're seeing your toys being uh, converted and uh, used, you know, on your television. So, of course, those are going to essentially be the the ones that you favor. Uh, and that mostly reflected in my uh, longer list, but at the same time, I didn't want to totally ignore the racing series or split seconds uh, just for that fact that they weren't in the cartoon, because there were still some pretty cool vehicles and toys created. Also some stupid ones, but (laughs) there's still some cool ones out there that should be considered and not just thrown away essentially because they weren't in the cartoon series
0: right
3: so uh yeah i I don't know i i think my list is pretty good i haven't seen any comments yet uh there's a few over on facebook um and a a couple people listed their top tens which is cool uh which is what we were kind of going for we wanted to get some uh Opinions. Here's one from uh, Den McMahon. Thanks for uh, leaving a comment. His top 10 Switchblade, Piranha, Rhino, Firefly, Meteor, Razorback, Condor, Gator, Volcano, and Stinger. So there's a lot in that list from the second, second, and third series, really. Right. More than there's a few else. Switchblade, Condor, Gator but his is more uh, filled with uh, later. And Thunderhawk isn't even in there.
1: (laughs) Which is surprising. (laughs) Which
3: is very surprising, you know, that you wouldn't at least put that in your top ten. But some people, evidently, he's more of a Venom guy with Switchblade and Piranha at number one and number two. Um,
1: Which is pretty cool, you know, because there are many fans that, that enjoy that Venom or that evil... Oh yeah, persona. So uh, I mean Anna, uh, one of our top listeners and fans. She's all about Vanessa. So it's just kind of cool yeah. to see that that take on people, uh, what they what they enjoy.
3: Yeah, absolutely. So and that's what I was trying to do with this list. It wasn't about oh look at my list and I got it right. It was more or less here are my preferences and I wanted to hear.
1: That's why it's called a blog. It's just. Yeah. My own personal opinion and it's Yeah. It's despite what media calls it, I mean it's just our two cents and that's all it is.
3: It's definitely not canon because I know you and Bill and I think Eric have all expressed uh, your displeasure for the uh the Honda McLean Blaster two mask and his uh the color scheme, which I oh yeah. Absolutely love those bright colors that just scream 80s, and you guys are like, well, this guy's nuts, man. This thing is ugly. <laughs> so, you know, that's the whole fun of top 10 lists. It, right. They're, they're always debatable. Always. And that's why I usually try to stay away from them. Um, I'll give you my favorite favorites. I don't usually rank stuff, you know, definitively like 1 through 10 on this or even over on Rediscover the 80s, but uh it, that's that's the whole reason for top 10 lists. It's just the to get the conversation started. So, it was fun. Let me uh I'm going to zoom over to Bill's website. So, I'm anxious to see what he chose as his top 10. I have a feeling his might be uh quite a bit different than ours. Um, let's see. he's got That's the bottom of the list. He did his backwards like I did. <laughs> <laughs> Save the surprise for the the bottom of the post rather than the, the beginning. Let's see what he's got here. Number one, no surprise. He took Boulder Hill at number two, Rhino at number three, Goliath at number four, Firefly, which was, I think, in my 21 to 30 range. He's got that at number five. Uh, Switchblade six, Laser Command seven, Manta eight, Raven nine, and Condor ten. Huh. Hurricane, Hurricane just missed at eleven, and then his first split seconds came in. It's the Skybolt at number twelve. So there's yeah, I mean there's a lot of difference in a in opinion, um, and it's based on. Did you have the toy as a kid, you know? If you did, it's probably going to be higher up on your list. I'm pretty sure that Bill's mentioned before, Firefly was one of his favorites, so. Right. No surprise that it's that it's in his top 5 there. I'm this baffled me today. I was just, you know, when I was putting the list together and this laser command toy that came out, it came out after the Split Second series. So it was kind of its own wave in itself, you know. And it's kind of a knockoff on Firecracker. It looks like the same truck. uh, Just a different paint scheme. And it's called Laser Command. Command with a C.
1: Right.
3: (laughs) And I was like, okay, now why did you spell it correctly here when the whole series is based on the K spelling of Command? I don't know if anybody else out there that collects has ever noticed that. But I, I had to include that just for the fact that that was the only mask vehicle that actually shot lasers.
0: Yeah, that's true.
3: <laughs> you know, we, we watched the cartoon, that's nothing... Every vehicle had lasers, you know. And this one actually did it in real life, and you could shoot that flying... Uh, wooden crate that <laughs> that matt tracker flew around and shoot it at the ratfang fang truck and it would you know lose a tire lose a hood lose a door when each time that you shot it because, right. uh, you know that was that was some high level tech back then
1: that was
3: and it it reminded me of the uh i was actually fortunate enough to have the cat's lair From the Thundercats, the playset, and it had that same technology where you took control of this gun up on top by the, by the, uh, cat's, you know, big head that came down from the castle, and the mutants had this little, like, uh, uh, I don't know what you want to call it, vehicle, that could shoot back up, and you could kind of shoot at each other, and if you got the vehicle, something would pop off the vehicle to say that you won, and then if the vehicle won, I think the gates opened on the on the play set or something. So, I mean, that was really cool as well. That's what that reminded me of. Uh, anytime you had uh, action like that with toys back then, I mean, that was like wow factor stuff. Oh, yeah. So, but I didn't, I didn't know Laser Command existed until I started recollecting. <laughs> you know? It came on at, after the last Toy Wave was pretty well done, I think. I think it was around 88 when Laser Command was released. Uh, oh, and here's a little shout-out, too. Go over to boulderhill.net's uh, Mask Day post today. And he actually posted the video, I watched it, very cool, the guy that created that laser commander, or, or at least the technology behind it, uh, he's got a video of him essentially showing it off, I don't know if it was at his house or, or where it was, but the, the actual guy that created it, he shows you how it works. It's pretty cool. So, uh, to go over to BoulderHill.net today, or when you hear this, and... Uh, and check out that in the video section of his site. He added a bunch of stuff today to, uh, he added, uh, well, let me just go over there and we'll give uh, Eric a plug while we're talking about him. Um, he added a couple new sections to the site today. Um, well, first he posted the, uh, the actual TV guide that listed, uh, masks debut nice uh on september 30th 1985 on channel 9 i don't know what channel that would have been this was the uh minnesota edition of the of the tv guide so uh at 2:30 in the afternoon the debut of mask mobile armored strike command is the codename for a fleet of sophisticated espionage vehicles that are put into action against the ominous forces of venom. That was the, uh, (laughs) that was the preview. So I thought that was really cool that he actually has that TV guide and posted that up there. Uh, he, he now has a magazines, uh, well, actually, he already had the magazine area. But he put uh, a copy of Kenner's Action Toy Guide from 88, which I think is actually the one that I posted some photos of some of the uh, split-seconds vehicles earlier this year. Um, he's added uh, some art, some box art to the... Toy section. Uh, like I said, that video on uh, Ralph Bear who created uh, Laser Command. It's on the video page. Um, uh, of course, he's got audio from the theme songs. Uh, the full version. He's got that up there. Uh He's got some new stickers in the Redbubble store, one of Boulder Hill, and one of Rhino. And he's got some other... He's, he found a mask, 40-inch windsock. That's uh, pretty sweet. <laughs> which I had no idea existed. And it looks like... I'm trying to see what is actually on it the artwork uh it's hard to tell from that picture yeah but I'm it's not to mer- too well, it's in the merchandise area let me jump over there and see if i can uh, get a closer look of this uh, it it's, was made by a a company that sold kites and star kites back in 1985 he's got it still in the wrapper so but it looks like it looks like it's a character oh it is it's like uh, looks like it's got Matt tracker and his uh, ultra flash get up and maybe some vehicles on there as well so that's a that's a rarity to find uh, and then he's also put up some instructions to uh, the vehicles he's got that uh, new area on there so good job Eric we to go with the uh, additions and uh, I love I love his logo too it's got that classic Kenner font uh, his new template that I, I think it was just this year that he changed over or maybe last year but Great job, Eric. Good job. Yeah. Okay. So what else do we got on the docket there, partner?
1: Well, I don't think we had anything else really lined up. Um, More of just a chit-chat Q&A session. Oh. Yeah. I see... uh, Vaughn is actually chiming in with his top ten mask selection. Let me see. Uh, Didn't come in in the correct order. I'm sorry, Vaughn. Number one, the heart and soul and mask itself, the Incredible Hulk of Mask Force, the Legendary Rhino. Comes in at number one. Mm -hmm. Number two, he has... Thunderhawk. Let's see, number three. Number three is Goliath. Number four is Hurricane. Uh, my computer is trying to freeze up. Uh,
0: <laughs>
1: volcano like is number five. I got it. It's just my computer being. Okay. Wildcat is number six. Firecracker at number seven. Uh, Bullet at number eight. Condor at nine. And Raven comes in trailing behind at ten. Interesting. That's an awesome list.
3: Yeah, that's that's good. And, again, that's another person, another opinion. Uh, Wildcat was way down on my list, mainly because... Mine always, it came with these orange discs. There's six of them, and you could put them in the, essentially, engine compartment there. And as you push Wildcat along, it's supposed to shoot them out. Um, And mine has never worked properly. (laughs) So that's been probably the reason why I put that down. Uh, It was probably in the 20 to 30 range, if it even made my my top 30 uh, just because of that. And then, you know, if you look at the uh, the setup, it's that tow truck that uh, essentially pops up, you know, and becomes this kind of battle station or whatever. Well, if you're, you're kind of a, a platform or whatever, it takes you pushing the truck to shoot these out. So... <laughs> Platforms are usually kind of stationary, you know, and you're trying to move it around and trying to shoot, you know, those discs at people. Whereas Raven, that came with the two discs in the front, you essentially loaded it like a gun. You put them in the front, you cocked it in the back on the license plate, and then you had the trigger on the roof <laughs> to shoot them out. Hmm. And you didn't need that motion to to shoot it, which, I, I you know, obviously I ranked Raven.
1: Way higher.
3: Uh, I think maybe it was number eleven on my list. Just missed my top ten, but so you you know that just goes to show you that. Uh, it, it, based on your probably maybe he had Wildcat in his uh, collection as a kid, and that's why he ranked it so much higher. But it's a cool truck. I, I won't get you wrong. You know, as you're when you're a kid, there was a lot of mask. Toys that were versatile, like the like Wildcat, where your tow truck and you, right. know, you know, you could tow whatever you vehicle you had around and have to be masked. Uh, Boulder Hill, that's why I ranked it. I think I put it number three. You know, when you had Boulder Hill, that was where every one of your cars gassed up, you know, right. <laughs> not just uh, not just Thunderhawk or you know, those vehicles, You you. Pushed every one of them up there to gas up. If you were lucky enough to have the place at, um, so those usually rank higher with me. The the playability factor, you know. So, but yeah, thank you, Vaughn, for uh, for chiming in with your list.
1: Jose has chimed in once again. Uh, he's mm-hmm. he actually wants our perspective on. What do you think about the concept of Mask, a type of 911 11 force, 9 yeah, one force, that Hasbro presented in yeah. New York Comic Con of 2011?
3: And I've been meaning to kind of chime in on that. I have the I guess the main page from that comic book saved uh, on one of my computers, and I was going to post that up and and make a comment but i don't know if you've seen it or not why but it was kind no. of like uh it was kind of like an emergency personnel uh from what i can remember i think matt tracker was had a police car uh somebody had an ambulance it was like the uh it was like the paw patrol version of uh <laughs> of mask Okay. <laughs> So it was more, it, like you said, that 911 emergency type responder uh, look to it. Um, I've, I've never read. I don't know if there was more pages other than that one page. That there was an actual you know story behind that or whatever, but it, yeah, I, I wouldn't have called it mask uh, if you you know put it in front of me and asked me what it was. Uh, just because it was just so much different and really the only connecting factor was that they were all wearing masks, but they were were nothing like what we remembered, you know? So, I don't know. I mean, that's that whole area where... Is that what we're going to get when Hasbro brings it back? Is it going to be something totally... totally out there... Where you have Matt Tracker driving a police car, and Dusty drives a fire truck, and Cliff Dagger drives a garbage truck, you know? <laughs> um, what, what do you think about that, if, if Mask goes in that direction? Will you think any less of it, or will you just kind of hold the original series even higher?
1: I would probably hold the original series a little higher, but I wouldn't knock what they do with it. I've not seen the 9114, so I can't speak on it very well. Uh, but judging by what you describe, I don't think it's a bad take. Um, I think in this day and age, you want to you want to try to do a modern spin on it. Uh, but mask masks claim to fame was exactly in its title it was a mask. Although, you know, when you describe it to people that don't know about it, I call it a helmet. But, nonetheless, it was a mask that covered, you know, the disguise themselves. But there was a power behind it, coupled with, they had the transforming cars that had a special ability to them as well. So, if you just have a special vehicle, uh, it's no different than cops or even Knight Rider I mean, if you want to go that way, yeah. Whereas, well, that's... but, uh,
3: and that's what you really couldn't tell—at least what I could tell from the comic itself—was if their vehicles even transformed. Um, it—it uh, it just didn't. I know where I saw that. I saw that over on Mass Comics. Blog, uh, the picture of that. I'm trying to try to find you the uh, the link so you can take a look at it. But that's what I kind of took away from this new version that we saw in 20. I think it was 2011. It it didn't give you the full scope of mask. It was just um, it it would just like they threw something together overnight, you know, just to get something new for a mask, you know.
1: <laughs> right.
3: I'm going to see if I can find that just so you can just so I can get your reaction from it. Uh, I think it was relatively new. So. Um,
1: I know we asked this question some time ago. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Um, kind of Turning your mind, but I was, it actually came to me as I'm looking through our little snippets here. Uh, What one, maybe two vehicles would you have liked to have seen turned into toys? Um, If, you know, we saw it in the mass cartoon, you know, we talked about uh, the mass transport plane, Shark, which never came to be, um, Uh, even blackout um, of the vehicles that you see uh, on our cartoon at least what one to two would you have liked to have seen uh, come out come out uh, as opposed to some of the prototypes that we see and so forth
3: was this from a particular person or is this just you to me that's you to me okay uh, well, I did a uh, – how many did I put on that list? I think it was seven. Yeah. That, uh, I really would have thought would have been cool toys. Obviously, the transport plane, um, it would have had to have been like uh, G.I. Joe USS flag size yeah. <laughs> to fit like Rhino in it, you know. Uh, but nonetheless, you know. Having a having a transport plane would have been awesome. Uh, the other one that just actually came back to me today, when I was doing the list, was for Stinger. Stinger is the orange GTO, right? That turns into a tank. And in the cartoon, which I can't wait to get to, it'll be in the 40 to 50 range once we get to that season of Mass cast. Uh, reviewing episodes. It, it, in that when we're first introduced, has like this scorpion shell. And it essentially picks up Thunderhawk and drives it into the Great Wall of China and buries it uh, with its claws, you know. And it's a great scene. And it's a great scene when it's first when the... uh, stinger first comes out of that scorpion shell uh how cool would it have been to actually have that with the toy you know uh as a add-on you know nowadays it would be like a comic-con exclusive or something you know <laughs> you can get the scorpion shell for stinger um but i don't know i always thought that would have been fun to have and it be big enough to have a claw to pick up like thunderhawk you know and or one of the other vehicles and <laughs> drive around with it or something you know <laughs> um well those are a couple of mine did you have any in mind well um
1: what, what churned it was i literally just saw an image of uh, the transport plane mm-hmm. uh, i think on our blog and
3: uh yeah it one of the other things that came up when i was uh I think writing up my little explanation for Outlaw, which was, what, number seven or so on my list, was that Venom really never had its own playset. And a lot of people kind of lament that it would have been nice to have something to counter Boulder Hill. You know, they really didn't have one in the series. Um, We've identified a few, like that freighter that could transform or that uh, oil rake out in the ocean remember that that uh yes. transformed and uh, uh, I think it was in Dutch that episode to uh, have something like that um, I think I even in my seven list of seven uh, vehicles I think I included that airport that that hidden airport that turned uh, kind of transformed and I can't remember which episode that was. But, you know, Venom really never had a, a, a place at the rival Boulder Hill. They had Outlaw. Uh, and if you watch it, like I when I was skimming for Thunderhawk footage, and you see Outlaw in the cartoon, it just looks awkward. Having that tanker raised up, you know, and it's shooting stuff out the front or whatever. Uh, just looks weird in the cartoon. But, obviously, it was one of the... The coolest Venom vehicles, I think, just for the fact that it was kind of their headquarters, you know. Um, so that would be something I would have liked to see happen in the in the toy line. Um, I'm trying to think, what else was on that list that I posted?
1: Well, I wasn't even holding you to the, to the list necessarily. Uh-huh. Um, uh, well, oh, I know another
3: one was that Blackout video. Uh, Video, the blackout vehicle from uh, that episode that sucked all the electricity into it. Yeah,
1: so was Magnumol.
3: And Magnumol, yeah, that was a good one too. So there's several, you know, like that, that Venom, those kind of one off uh, vehicles, they had that huge uh, thing that caused the tornadoes uh that was one of the earlier episodes i think it was the Oz effect where they had yeah. that huge machine it looked like it was as big as like a like cloud city on return of the jedi i mean it was huge and you know, i think we, at the time we were like i can't believe bruce used lifter on that thing cuz it was like humongous uh looking on the cartoon but venom had a Bunch of those i'm sure we're in for several more before we're done reviewing the entire series
1: well i know as for me um i i guess i'm just one that would like to see things stuck to with a cartoon you know we, we do have an absence of a shark you would have thought oh, yeah all yeah. along we should have seen at least a shark i can kind of see why we never had a transport plane because of the size of it. Although, you know, when uh, like we saw there, Retrocon, the huge flagship from G.I. Joe, it's like, yes. yeah, come on, step up to the real big game. <laughs> but uh, but nonetheless, uh, I would have liked to have seen a shark uh, as well as a transport plane. The other ones I know were one-offs, so I'm not, I guess, in my adulthood, I, I understand why we didn't see a Magma bowl, Mole or yeah. uh, or the other ones. Yeah, shark is the obvious one. That was yeah. Uh, I, 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 the I only thing I can think of is one, but... the only thing I can think of is Porsche didn't want to license it. That's my only...
3: It's possible. Very possible. But you uh... know, like we mentioned before in one of our other chats was that I would love to see Hasbro pull together another animated series and kind of do what Transformers Prime did, which was make the cars look similar enough to the new uh, Michael Bay Transformer movies, but not have to pay that license. So you're not... Bumblebee still has that style of a Camaro, but it's different enough that you probably didn't have to license it. Right. you know, just like we we saw in the new Knight Rider comic with Kit, it's still that pointy front with the Cylon eye. It has all the looks of Kit, but it's still more of a futuristic or custom car. Right. Um, and not the traditional you know, Trans Am. So I, I'd, I would love to see them do that with Mask and uh, update Thunderhawk to look more like a newer sports car, but doesn't necessarily have to be a Camaro. Uh, keep it red and keep the gullwing doors, and there you go. You know, can't see why they won't wouldn't uh, <laughs> go for something like that.
1: Right. Well, getting back to our previous conversation, I'm looking at the uh, uh-huh. the 911 force here. Yeah. Yeah, you the comic. Maybe I'm being skeptical, but aside from the dude wearing a helmet or a mask, I honestly just do not see a mask. Well, I guess I can see it in the background. There's it looks like a dump truck or something in the background that's. that's yeah, I, I, actually,
3: I actually have a wider shot of that comic. That's more of a zoomed in shot just on Matt Tracker. Or what we assume, I guess, is Matt Tracker, but um, it does look like there's something happening with that truck in the background there, where it might have transformed into something.
1: Right. I, I guess I can. I guess seeing this, it might be plausible, and if they show something with the mask, other than other than like a RoboCop, where it's just right. more than more of a computer or Google. Vision, Google Glasses, whatever they call it now. Uh, but, uh, you know, if, if that's all it has in the, in the, in the mask, then it's not a mask. It's just somebody wearing a cool helmet. I mean, I want an Airwolf helmet, not this one. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I just can't see it being a good – maybe the new generation would take it and run with it. Uh, I'm not seeing it. But that's just my own take on it. Now, if they, but on the flip side, if those mass do do something like there's a spectrum hang glider or spectrum something or other or yeah, uh, what have you, then hey, you know, this might actually be a good a good spin on because I know in our in our script, if you remember the early on writings. Um, and I don't mean our drafting. What I mean is the early on part of the script. Alex and Matt are discussing doing something along that line where it's for a local police force, um, kind of a, I'll call it more like a Batman type of force where they go out, they do their good deeds, and then you're gone. You don't see anymore. Right. Uh, And then it kind of spins off into the mask versus Venom because of of Miles Mayhem trying to get back in the scene or get basically uh, um, uh, go after Matt for uh, leaving his brother behind in the script. So I know that that was our, uh, kind of like the uh, conference, coffee table chat between the characters our script. And I guess I can see this coming out in that in that way that it's not what we would call classic mask versus venom. It would be more masked the police force versus. I don't know. I mean, I guess a true, true um, um sworn in, that's probably the right word for it. Yeah. Deputized police force. So, I get it. Uh, I'm not seeing any more questions coming through. I've been watching a lot, but we still have two. It looks like two viewers hanging on, and we still we we enjoy that you've you've hung on with us going down memory lane. And, and um, man, I still I still can't believe it's been 30 years but then again i, I can because you know i uh, as you know more than i you know that that uh, i've been in the air force now over 20 years so that already tells you time's a ticking um yeah, and I like you it. said you've been out of college 18 19 years so I mean, it's it's. Uh, I hate to say it in this way, but part of me is like, I want to do the Princess Bride. It's inconceivable. Yeah. But there's that also. It's very very possible because here we are, 30 years celebrating it. Um, but it's been really this year has been the awesome year, yeah. because uh, we're still gleaning, gleaning from from meeting Doug twice and this year. yeah. Uh, was it this year that we met Doug earlier with uh, the, the, the mass cast interview?
3: It was actually last year. Was it? It was like uh, I think it was around this time. I think it was in October actually.
1: I guess it was. I, I don't know why I thought it was the same year
3: when we interviewed him. And I've and I'll throw this out there too. I've, I've reached out to a couple of the other voice actors. I've had one positive response, I'm just trying to line up uh, a time with this person to hopefully get him on to talk with us, Um, so we're hoping to get some more reaction before uh, Mask gets any older, (laughs) (laughs) and these uh, uh, voice actors from 30 years ago are approaching retirement, you know, uh, that's a little, uh, scary for, uh, me personally and, uh, the, uh, the numbers that we're hitting in our ages, but, you know, this, again, you know, what we do is, you know, for our age group and it, it does kind of keep us going, keeps us, uh, uh, Keeps us young, I guess you would say.
1: Keeps us out of the nursing home. And,
3: yeah, and uh, God bless these guys like Doug and Michael Bell and uh, Harry Kinney and Michael McConaughey that were at the retrocon for making themselves available. You know, whether they get paid for it or not, uh, it's obviously they are, but they're not doing it for the money. They're they're. I, Uh, and I believe this in all sincerity, they're doing it for the fans and there's, the fans are still out there. Right. Uh, and I can tell you right now, you know, I told you earlier, I posted the mask intro to rediscover the eighties today. It's easily the most popular post I've ever put on rediscover the eighties. Uh, and obviously, that page is growing. I'm up to over seventeen thousand likes now. I had uh, about sixteen thousand.
1: Donalicia, Google Hangouts must be acting up on you, Jason. Like Jason said, it's uh, it was it was like an explosive day for uh, Mask at thirty. Um, we had some. Some interesting posts celebrating different entities over the years. Uh, within the last couple of years, actually, you know, we had uh, articles about A Team and Knight Rider and so forth. But uh, like Jason said, this seemed to be the the uh, the one that that struck a nerve with a lot of people. And, and like you Jason said, he my... said, "I'm sorry, there you are."
3: Yeah, I... Did you get all those statistics?
1: Mm, I heard 17,000, and then you cut out.
3: I apologize. I don't know why it's kicking me off, but uh, I'm going to try to get to the statistics again because this was pretty amazing. It's it's easily the.
1: It must be while you're doing the searches that your
3: Google
1: Hangouts is bogging down.
3: I, yeah, I guess it's not going to happen again. But anyway, I'll just go from memory uh, that. The intro that I posted today on my Facebook page for Rediscover the 80s has over 900 shares. It was viewed 33,000 times, and it's reached over 100,000 people. That's pretty incredible.
1: Very incredible.
3: <laughs> Easily the, the most shared and popular post I've ever put on that Facebook page. Easily so the mask is still around people are still uh care about it enough to share it with all their facebook friends
1: that's it so. and there's there's fans <laughs> out there different things You've, you, i know you posted it earlier we have a, a guy recently that's been making new helmet molds or mask molds oh yeah those are and awesome they are incredible and i in fact even asked the guy are you making these can we get one and he says it's so lengthy of a time yeah. Uh, I'll get back with you, type of of an answer. Yeah. But he has a whip mask. He has a spectrum, and he has the viper mask complete. Yeah. And it's just wow is the right word yeah. for
3: it. They look very cool. He's got them like uh, he's got their own like little display stands and stuff, and it's there. It's you can tell that he put some detail and some work into the size and proportions and all the little. Colors and getting everything just right, um,
1: and he makes it out of. Uh, awesome. He calls it foam rubber, which is equivalent to the what you'd see on our, on your, your floor mats. Uh huh. So that that's pretty Interesting. pretty impressive. Uh, but you, yeah. see, you see those fans, you see the other ones on YouTube where they have the a um, yep. remake, and there's the other guy with the little MIDI piano and a couple electric guitars. Uh, he does. He does a pretty good uh, rendition. Then, yeah. you know, we've uh, used for, well, I think ever since Mac Mascash started, you used a lot of the remixes for our intro and outro. Yeah. So it, there is definitely an interest out there, and it's just like exploding because it's, maybe it's just coincidental, but it's exploding now with the 30th. And you posting on Rediscover the 80s just, just adds fuel to the fire that you know there's still a big big love for for oh, yeah. the mass world really
3: yeah uh there's uh, <laughs> several people i've found on youtube that are reviewing the toys uh a couple guys from europe actually i can't remember if he's ah uh, gonna kill me um I, I keep liking his uh, reviews on YouTube, so you can go over there and find our liked videos and and find this guy. But he's he's got a lot of them boxed up, and he's unboxing and essentially reviewing them fresh. Uh, a lot of a lot of those people on YouTube that you just search uh, Thunderhawk uh, review, and you'll find easily a couple dozen people that have reviewed it. Um, so, the toys are still sought after and kind of one of those uh, toy lines from the 80s that people, it kind of jogs their memory. And you know, that's kind of what started with me once we finished that script. And I decided I was going to go out and get a Thunderhawk. And here I am with uh, several tubs full of <laughs> mask toys waiting to be displayed somewhere, you know. I went overboard with it, but... Anywho, well, I could, let's go ahead and wrap it up. I guess we've probably been going for a couple of hours.
1: Yeah, we're working on just a hair over, too. One last question before we tail out of here. Okay. Jose popped in and said, what about a mask Lego... Pops, yes. Funko, or Hot Wheels. Uh, yes, that would be awesome to see all three of those. I don't know what a Pops Funko really is. I apologize.
3: That's those uh, those figures, the with the big heads.
1: Oh, okay. That would be actually cool to see. Uh, yeah.
3: Um, go go ahead.
1: No, I would love to see me. I'm more. I, I love the Lego and Hot Wheels. I had, and Jason can attest. I had. I don't know how many countless. Hot Wheels or Matchbox cars, if you will. Uh, growing up, so if I would have had Mask Hot Wheels then or even now, I think I, I think I would splurge on that that deal right there. Uh, the Legos, I had a fair amount. Um, it would be hard for me to build a, uh, a Thunderhawk or whatever, and then leave it. Uh, leave it be. I'd probably end up tearing it down, rebuilding it. And if my son's around, it would not be a mask <laughs> uh, recognizable toy anymore. But uh, that would be awesome, really, to see. And, and who knows? Maybe that's what's going on behind behind the curtains. Yeah. What about you?
3: Yeah, we've seen, well, you know, Hasbro's done some Lego-type stuff. It hasn't been Lego. They call it Creo, like with G.I. Joe and Transformers. Um, so I would never rule that out. Since they developed those two, that we could get uh, a series or two of mass Creo vehicles and minifigures. Uh, I think that would be really cool. They did a really great job. I've got a several of the GI Joe ones. I actually got into collecting those at one point. At least my uh, my favorite characters and such and several of the vehicles. Uh, really fun to put together, and they did a really good job that the minifigures are surprisingly detailed, especially with all the weapons and stuff that they come with, and even helmets and skis and, you know, the whole nine. Uh, that would be really great to see, uh, the Mask and Venom teams in those creo minifigures. Uh, really think that could happen. Um, and we can't you know and,
1: and we can't neglect because there were people that were very creative uh fans that's created their own Mask yeah. vehicles out of legos
3: they yeah and they've posted it up on the the Legos ideas site mm-hmm. where several have uh, been funded uh and supported uh the the Delorean uh there was an ecto one and ghostbuster set that's been on my wish list for about a year now um so yeah i mean those those things can can happen like i said i don't know if it'll be what happened through lego uh just because of the licensing and stuff but um yes yeah, several people have uh have put up like lego thunderhawks and i've gone on and supported them like a good mask fan that i am <laughs> Uh, knowing that they'll probably not get made through lego ideas but still uh, people have in that Orion Pax guy on uh, he's got a Flickr uh, profile that has pretty much all of the mask vehicles in Lego form which is really cool really detailed uh, a lot of thought put into those um, on the Hot Wheels side I I don't know if I can see them doing uh, mass vehicles like in the
1: usual. We lost you again. Hello. Now it looks like they even lost me. Uh, I don't even see a video response. I don't know if you can see me out there.
3: Did I cut out?
1: Yeah, you did, and I thought I actually did, too.
3: Yeah, I. sorry. Um, how much did you get? With, <laughs> with
1: well, the, you, were just getting, you were just getting ready to talk about the Hot Wheels, how, okay. how plausible or not plausible.
3: Yeah, I, I, I don't see them doing, like, the 164 scale Hot Wheels, the normal size, you know, in mask. Uh, I could see it doing maybe the larger... I think the Hot Wheels Elite, which is like the the real large ones they do, is like one sixteen scale. I could see them maybe trying to do something like that uh, with like Thunderhawk or something, just one or one or two of the more simple like transformations and stuff like Thunderhawk. Um, I was surprised um, when we were watching Battle Force Five, that show, which is Hot Wheels. Uh, essentially, that they did those five vehicles in the one sixty-four scale, and they actually turned out pretty well compared to their cartoon counterparts. Um, so it can be done, I think, but it would—it's—I don't think it's very likely.
0: Mm.
3: And then the Funko figures—I uh, would love to see the main characters in Funko. Um, it'd be cool if they would do them in the three and three quarter scale, like GI Joe size, just to give them a little bit bigger and, and put them in like their reaction line or something for Funko. But the, the pop vinyls with the big heads. Yeah. I, th- I don't know. It'd be fun. I'd like to see masking really any kind of figure or merchandising, you know, some of the popular ones. Funko is huge right now. Um, Hasbro just needs to unleash that toy license if it's possible and just start flooding mask vehicles and figures and whatever they can into some of these popular toy companies now and just get the get the brand back out there if they're especially if they're gonna re-release it you know
1: so well, Vaughn chimed in and asked how about uh, Mega Blocks or Playmobil mask? Yeah,
3: I think those are those are a little bit bigger than Lego. Yeah. Uh, Playmobil actually if my memory serves me correctly they have a couple like transforming cars and stuff that shoot missiles and Somebody posted one, I think, to our Facebook page, probably a year or so ago. I was like, it's Thunderhawk. It was like a flying car with shot missiles, you know. <laughs> I was like, well, cool. So, uh, somebody's uh, making some money off the mask idea. But um, I, I still think, since Hasbro works with Creo, that it would likely be under that line. Uh, than any of the others that are popular right now.
1: Well, I think that about wraps it up for okay. the questions. And I know we're both um, well, we're both family men, like you said before. <laughs> we <We'll clears throat> we'll both have, have day we'll jobs.
3: Work tomorrow. Yeah.
1: That's right. You're, so really, I wanna...
3: you're an hour ahead of me, so...
1: Yeah, I do want to take the opportunity to, to, to thank all of our listeners throughout the few years that we've been uh, on air so to speak, whether through the, the I'll call old mass cast podcast to the new newer Google Hangout, videocasts uh, and even the fans from some time ago when we started our venture uh, just as the script and the, the website. So I want to thank you for coming along with us all these years. And thanks for celebrating the 30 years that we've that Mask has been an entity, um, uh, nothing nothing more than really our, our childhood memory. Uh, All yeah. these years.
3: Yeah, it's hard to believe. Uh, February of 2016 would be our will be three years we've been doing the podcast.
1: That is right.
3: Uh, and we owe you guys who are the faithful podcast listeners uh, several episode reviews yeah. <laughs> in the upcoming months uh, in 2015 and I, I know I'm really chomping at the bit to get back into those and, uh, and get on to the next uh, quote unquote season where we're going to get some new agents and actually well these last two episodes 39 and 40 I think are going to be interesting to uh, break down and talk about some of the uh, material and even origin story, uh, that sort of thing. So we'll get to see uh, Mayhem actually uh, call Matt Tracker by name, you know, that kind of thing. So we're getting into some interesting plots and obviously the addition of any new Agents and vehicles are going to be real fun to, uh, to see uh, after we've essentially reviewed over half of the series now, and uh, we've only gotten on those Hurricane uh, among the what I would call Series One uh, vehicles and agents, you know. Right. So. Gonna be fun, we'll keep pushing through and try to get you some more podcasts in, uh, in the upcoming months, and hopefully, some special ones like we're trying to work out here with other voice actors. So, appreciate everybody tuning in and downloading on all the podcast places you go
1: to. Yes, and uh, once again, on behalf of Jason, this is. Fellow agent Wyatt, have a great time. Thank you for another 30, 30 years, and um, have a great Mass Day.